and welcome to a Muslim and a Jew unlearning. Okay, it's been like literally two months. It's been two months, yeah. A little vacation, you know. Because it was end of the school year, but. And also, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Lots of stuff going on too. Like, I think it was just a lot to take in. I think we got to a point where just like there's so much to talk about. Like, it was like every day there was a new topic. No, literally, like, even when we were talking and having an episode, we were like just constantly coming up with like topic ideas. So I think we just needed to like take a little second, but. Now we have, we're really, really excited to talk about this because there's a lot going on in the world. Yeah. So, okay. So two months ago, we wanted to, I think it was two months ago, we wanted to talk about religion and science and mm-hmm. then Roe v. Wade was under overturned and um, we decided to combine these two topics. So we'll start right with talking about religion and science and kind of move in the whole abortion thing. Yes. Um. Not cool, but cool. Yes. So with the religious religion, religion and science, um, we want to say like this. And of course, like this is just, you know, what we I think think how things should be looked at. I think it would make things easier, especially in the context of Roe v. Wade. Um, but that religion and science are not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and we should understand that like if we actually look at religion each religion does mention science in advanced ways and have actually contributed to many scientific discoveries. So as you know, we are, I'm Muslim and Julia's Jewish. And so we will talk about our religions and what they say. Um, And then of course um, we can go more into um, the others as well. Yeah. And then before we touch on abortion directly, like when we have, about religion and science we felt like it was important because we both are definitely like science believers and scientists trusters somewhat religious people and and those things don't have to exist completely separately and they also can support and do support each other in some some cases and it's often seen they're often seen as combatant with each other Mm -hmm. and you either believe in science or religion and um we personally don't feel that's beneficial exactly because to individual people or to clearly societies exactly like it's creating divisions inside that don't need to be there because like we actually all essentially kind of believe in the same thing it just when we look at it as you know mutually exclusive then you know some people like refuse discount all of religion because they think that has nothing to do with science and therefore Mm -hmm. if you're religious then you know like don't you know, interacting. I mean, of course, that's an extreme, but people hear religion and completely shut down, thinking that it's not factual. When in reality, there's a lot of factual stuff in it, um, and so I think it's important to acknowledge the both sides so that we can create the 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 bridge that needs right. to happen to come together. Because we're not we're not getting anywhere right now. We're not. Getting we're in the business now. of creating bridges. Exactly. We want mm-hmm. to integrate. Uh, okay. So, do you want to start with the Quran and and abortion? Mm, yes okay so a couple things um actually i kind of want to start with like little things that quran says and like the torah says about um science just a couple things here that like we can obviously we believe um Mm -hmm. and then go into um what it says about abortion um so for islam uh so there's quite a bit of science in this book 
uh, I pulled out a few facts because there was like quite a bit. But some of the things that was interesting was um, in one of the surahs, um, Al-Anbiya, uh, which is 2130, um, it says that we made every living thing from water. Will they not believe? So we do believe that we do come from water, like every living thing comes from water. And in the Quran, mm -hmm. you know, it does say that. Uh, and then the Torah says something similar about like um, you basically being water until the 40th day of gestation. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so that's like really like there you go. Like we can obviously there's clearly like we and we discovered that like many, 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 many years later. But imagine like if we took the time to kind of like delve into like these books, then maybe we would have, you know, gotten in places sooner. And um, another thing too in the Quran, uh, in the same oh, this is Surah. Um, I cannot really pronounce this one, um, but it's fifty one fifty one forty seven, and it says, and in and and the heaven we constructed with strength, and indeed we are its expander. So essentially, the way it interprets is, we do know today that the universe is expanding. The Quran all mentions that yes, like the universe is constantly expanding, and the Quran does mention like worlds like different worlds and that could be interpreted to many things so that can give context to like parallel universes or different universes or different planets planets and so on and so forth. get me started on parallel universes yeah and then i think another one too was um what was it uh it talks about the big bang so and this surah al al anbaya uh, have those who disbelieve not considered that the heavens and the earth were a joint entity and we separated them so like that's 2130 so that was like interpreted as like the big bang like you know mm -hmm. it completely come apart so it's like it we can we obviously like when we we can no. interpret the quran in different ways like a religion of course in different ways and like if like those are scientific facts that we believe in like there are actual people who don't believe in religion because they think that religion is not acknowledging the big bang and it's like well it's, it is you know just in different ways like if you just look okay. deeper you know you open your mind open your perspective um so i thought those ones were cool and so like going into abortion too like in islam and i know judaism as well um like a the mother's life takes precedence over um the fetus and so in islam it says that life begins um 120 days after conception so it's not a person it's not a thing after 120 days um and by then, then you know you definitely and by, pregnant. sorry just because it's similar to what you're just saying and then i won't say anything else about the torah but it, i think it says the 40th day of gestation mm -hmm. they becomes like uh an individual but doesn't have like its own rights yet it's like another stage of acknowledgement. Exactly. Yeah. So it's so definitely with those. And so we, of course, want to like tie in and look at the Bible as well. And we want to mention like what that says about abortion. Um, well, we can get into that maybe a little bit later. We, I kind of want to talk about um, Judaism. Yeah. So Judaism to me, like was, well, you looked up stuff with the Quran. I looked up stuff with Judaism. And we both looked up stuff with Christianity and Catholicism. It Judaism was much easier for me to understand. There seemed to be more clear-cut answers and in interpretations. Um, 
according to Jewish law, like it's they explicitly define like abortion as health care. It's not only permitted, but it's required if the pregnancy endangers the life or the health of the pregnant person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then health also is um, interpreted by Jewish law as not just physical health, but psychological health, which is really important to take into consideration because obviously some women get abortions because of medical, like physical medical um emergencies or situations but others do for um like they're for psychological reasons for Mm -hmm. their emotional or mental health yes um so that was pretty clear-cut like yes abortion is healthcare under jewish law um and then it, it does say that the pregnant person has more rights than a fetus um until the fetus is born into like a a a separate human being Mm -hmm. um protecting the existing life so the mother is is the most important at all stages and again that's not be that's not because it's an unwanted pregnancy that's talking more about medical um needs for abortion and then um this question or this talking point is not just about judaism basically um do abortion bans favor a religion over another? And the answer is pretty much yes, because not all religions see abortion the same way. They believe that different stages. Um, and so what's just happened to us is clearly not aligned with um, what Jewish law or Islam states. I will save my, my favorite point about this topic. Well, before we transition in like out of religion. So that's Judaism. Yeah. Christian or, or the Bible. I know it's all, it's all the, it's all almost the same shit, but the old Testament and the new Testament, just those documents or whatever you want to call them books do not uh, mention abortion. They don't defend abortion. They don't promote it. They don't deny your right to it. They don't condemn it. Um, basically the first time abortion was explicitly condemned in Christianity was in the second century CE in a book called the Didac. I, I don't know how you say that, um, which was written, um, allegedly based on the teachings of the apostles. So that's not like the original older new Testament. Um, and then Jewish law and uh, Islam have elaborated it seems more clearly on the topic of abortion yes because we did spend some time trying to find exactly what the bible says um but of course you have like the old and the new the new testament neither and, of which uh, actually mention abortion exactly and then they don't explicitly mention it and then some um individuals um believe that life begins at fertilization and then others believe that life begins at birth when you draw your first breath so we really couldn't find like one like how like one belief um and of course like it open to you know any type of critique or or resources because we, we couldn't find um anything really specific i think one of the things is like they specifically cite things like the Ten Commandments, um, like thou shalt not kill. But then at that point, it's like still like the the main debate 
or one of the biggest debates about like pro-life versus pro-choice is, is the fetus a human? Is is a person? Mm-hmm. And like religiously speaking, we talk religiously, like for Julia and I, like, no, like not until like a certain amount of days. And then with certain Christians, um, it might be, you know, it could be so many different things too, because we also like saw that there's various beliefs amongst, you know, that demographic. So um, it's, this is, and at that point, it's, we kind of have to take a step back because in the end, it's like, we are secular. Like we are a country that's supposed to be secular. We separate religion from the law. So like, so at that point, we have to kind of look at it like through science, right? And so science, I don't think, it's not a, a living, breathing thing. There's no, like, it's it's not alive, right? There are, like, there are medical definitions of when something is considered, I don't know, we're not, we're not talking about the medical aspects, but, like, there are explanations and definitions of, like, when abortion should be legal, um, when it's appropriate, um, when it's necessary to save um, the mother. And that's, that is somewhat separate from religion. And before I make the point about religion, why we shouldn't even be talking about religion right now, uh, just a quick side note is that, like, all our religions come from, like, the same books, but then there's also, like, additional texts for different religions so like judaism has the talmud um which is why it's not all the exact same beliefs Mm -hmm. but like you pretty much just mentioned uh it doesn't really matter what any of the books say because america is a democracy not a theocracy Uh, (laughs) so our conversation about abortion really shouldn't have to do with religion it does and it's interesting but when laws are written about abortion it, it shouldn't have to do with religion not just in my opinion, but this entire country was founded on the belief of separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. Not really living out that fundamental value. Exactly. Um, shall we talk more about abortion? Yes. Okay. Can so. I read that quote? Yes. Um, this is not a, this is a, like, I saw this everywhere. The last few weeks, RBG, obviously a huge advocate for women's reproductive rights and just like women's rights in general. Mm-hmm. Um, she said quite perfectly, the decision whether or not to bear a child is central to a woman's life, to her well-being and dignity. When government controls that decision for her, she is being treated as less than a fully adult human responsible for her own choices. Mm-hmm. So that's the first level of the abortion debate. Who gets to decide? if abortions are legal or how and when they happen. And then we're also going to talk about kind of reframing the conversation um, into why we even need abortions in the first place. Yes. Um, Well, we're obviously both pro choice. Yes. But something that, because again, it's a it's a medical decision. It's a personal decision. If men got pregnant, sue me. But there's just no way it would be illegal. Um, but what frustrates me is that we're fighting so much about like if abortions are murder or if they're a woman's right. But there's su- on both sides, and I'm more mad at the left about this because it should be aligned with their conversation. 
why are we not talking about why we need abortions? It's because of a lack of education and a lack of health care mm-hmm. and poverty. Mm-hmm. And so of, uh, this won't happen. Well, no, I should be more hopeful. I hope this happens, but we like to fight. Extreme liberals and extreme conservatives enjoy fighting. They don't want to come together. But something everyone should be able to come together on is education. Uh-huh. We need better education in general, but we especially need better health and sex education. Um, I guess there are people who think you shouldn't be talking. It's wrong to talk about sex in school, which is a whole other conversation. But like you're not going to have a way to prevent unwanted pregnancies if you don't educate teenagers on how to protect themselves. That's just like rational. And like what's and again, it's like and it goes back to the religion thing. It's like what's preventing these things from happening is like this idea of morality. Morality keeps getting defined and redefined in in so many different ways, just based on like people's like own individual experiences. And then you're right, like the the like that's exactly what the far left and far right's doing. The far right's like so focused on murder, and the far left is just focused on like leave me alone. Where it's like, but we need to like actually talk about like like you said, like abortion is healthcare though. And yes. everyone, nobody wants to get an abortion. Nobody's exactly. arguing no, that like, this, this is, is a, a very fun sad thing. way to get rid of a pregnancy so you can have unprotected sex. Nobody wants people getting abortions. So why are we not talking about how to prevent the need for abortions? That's what's frustrating to me. I do think it should it should be a right that we have. And I think a constitutional right was just taken away from us. But mm-hmm. I'm more concerned about why we're not trying to prevent the need for abortions. They're traumatizing. Exactly. And I think we and if it's also too like if we talk more about that, it's actually going to bring in the far right, because in the end, like this is coming from like miseducation, like like little to no awareness. Like these are people who genuinely believe like these are babies and that it's murder, you know, and that's like that's valid. But like, they need to exactly. understand that mothers are going to die. If they understood the the amount of women that will die from this, if they really understood that, I don't think it would be happening to the extent that it's happening. But they don't know any of this. They don't know that it actually like kills women, that that woman need this. Like they have no idea. And so, like, if we're just talking about it as, like, just leave me alone, don't touch my body, like, that's not enough. That's not really helping them understand because they genuinely wholeheartedly believe that this is murder, you know? And so we need to do something about that. That's someone's opinion. And, you know, I'm not, like, really trying to change anyone's opinion on that. Um, If you believe that, you believe that. I I do believe it doesn't – it shouldn't affect me Mm because I don't believe the same thing as you. But again, like, why can't we come together on preventing exactly. an either abortion? Because yeah. we don't, as far as I know, people don't really disagree on that. Of course, we don't want people to need abortion. Yeah. And I don't think the far right wants women to die. Like, I don't, they just don't know. Like, of course, some do. But I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, I don't think a lot no, of I mean, know. even no, even just people in general, whatever party you're a part of, people don't know that like, this is banning a this is banning rape victims who are under the age of 16 from getting abortions. This is banning women who have ectopic pregnancies from getting abortions and saving their own lives. This is preventing women from getting rid of dead babies inside of them Mm -hmm. because that's technically a type of abortion. When you have a miscarriage, you have to get rid of the fetus. Like this is not just preventing unwanted pregnancies from being aborted. And I just think there's a general lack of understanding whether you're a Democrat, independent, a Republican that they're that's also a part of this conversation exactly like 
it just it, it like pregnancy is like more than 30 times more dangerous than abortion so it's like pregnancy like it's incredibly dangerous in general and then we also mm-hmm. have the highest maternal mortality rate out of any developed quote-unquote developed country in the world yeah. and like and then we look at like if we aggregate the data like black women are four times or three times more likely to die from pregnancy related deaths so mm-hmm. we need this care like we and need it so a nationwide ban would lead to a 21% rise in pregnancy related deaths so like if that's how the conversation needs to be framed that's exactly what we need to focus on and then on top of that like we need to focus on the implications of banning abortion like how deep are these laws gonna go how strict are they going to be um so like for example um i want to talk about birth control and gay rights yes exactly yes or contraceptive rights and Mm -hmm. so basically um we're not a fan of clarence thomas (laughs) super (laughs) conservative Supreme Court justice. I I really personally don't like him or respect him. And he basically said that based on the rationale of the overturning of Roe v. Wade, this the court should start reconsidering rulings on other cases. Um the one I wish I had written down the names of them. That's what I was trying to look up before we started talking. But um the right to use birth control um and the constitutional right for gay people to same sex marriage. And marry one another. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that having sex was part of it. But so basically, our rights for who we marry and if we use birth control um, could be threatened now. And it se- it sounds dramatic to say, but like I did not think we would see the day Roe v. Wade was overturned. Yeah, that dramatic. Yeah, like and it's scary too because like Roe v. Wade, like specifically Roe v. Wade, it alleged that state laws were unconstitutionally vague and abridged. Uh, her right of personal privacy and that's protected by the first fourth fifth ninth and 14th amendments so that's a lot and then the fact that we're just going to overturn a case that was protected by those amendments like what other things that are protected by those amendments are are no longer going to be protected now you know like now everything's up in the air like especially contraception and same-sex marriage because like that was uh protected under the right to privacy so it's like our right to privacy is being threatened right now um like how far are they going to go and mind you they're not basing this on much in the constitution like we have to think about that because they said the constitution doesn't mention abortion well yeah obviously but it says something about privacy it's something says something about personal rights like bible freedom the bible doesn't mention the bible doesn't even mention abortion where are you getting this thing like literally like it, and that's what's scary like personal opinions are now starting to infiltrate the Supreme Court, like, like, of course, the Supreme Court is flawed, but like now it's like it, it's not going to be it's not functional. Like, I don't see how it's being functional right now. Do you feel like we don't think it's functional because it's we don't agree or because. Like, I'm honestly political. looking at abortion, like it's specifically like, I, like and you're right. That's such like, a valid question. And I'm, I'm just I'm thinking, curious. like, yeah, I don't know. And that, I'm more like focused if, on if that. Hillary had won and then she elected three judges. Would I be pissed? Probably not. And that's not right. It's about, like, for me, I want the Supreme Court to be completely unbiased. Like, I want the Supreme Court... Which is impossible. Exactly. But this is, like, way too lopsided of, like, a court. Like, way... It just... 
how do you have someone like Clarence Thomas saying that the vaccines have cells from aborted babies? Like, that is a person in our Supreme Court. That is not a person who seems very capable of making, like, decisions with good judgment like that like that is objectively a really stupid statement like i'm like i don't see how that makes any sense and this is a person who is one of is part of the three branches of government so much power they're in charge of checking the other branches they're in charge of checking the president are you kidding me like that is very very scary so like if 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 they just base things off of facts like like that would make sense like when Roe v. Wade happened, that made sense. That was based on the Constitution because it's based; it was protected under all these amendments. But this, that their their explanation to overturn Roe v. Wade doesn't make sense because they said that abortion wasn't mentioned in the Constitution. I don't think that's good enough. Yeah, like I I think they I were grasping like we at straws with that. More time, like thinking about the Supreme Court. Like I would like. I'm pissed because I think this is wrong. That's my opinion now, and so I don't know. Honestly, I feel like I don't know enough about, like, the history of the Supreme Court. And, like, I don't know, because some things don't, some things that some American democratic practices and principles don't make sense anymore. Like the Electoral College, in my opinion. Yeah. So is it possible that we outgrow the Supreme Court one day? I don't know. At this point, like, I I think this is what's starting to happen because... Um, I've been, there was a, I was listening to the daily and it was talking about like the implications of, uh, overturning Roe v. Wade. And Mm -hmm. it was talking about how it is going to lower the credibility of the Supreme Court, which is actually very dangerous because from there, like the three branches could completely crumble. And this is what, that is a big implication of overturning Roe v. Wade, because this is at a time where the majority of the country is in support of abortion. Yeah, the majority is like genuinely like that. It's is like when the popular people. vote doesn't determine the president. Exactly, it's so like not very logical. And that the like I think like people in power forgetting like the whole point in a democracy is is to represent the people, and that's not happening anymore. Like over like seventy percent of the policies that are made at the federal level like are not reflecting p- public opinion. They don't reflect public opinion. How is it that the majority of policies that are pushed out? Mm-hmm that are by people that represent us don't represent the majority of public opinion like that is a problem we're not living in a democracy and that's the issue so the supreme court is now not reflecting like it's supposed to reflect us too like that's what i like it's supposed to do both it's supposed to look at the constitution and Mm -hmm. look at it like unbiasedly but also you're supposed to reflect like people this is a democracy it's supposed to bridge those two things exactly the episode bridging exactly building bridges that's what the supreme court is supposed to do and like, there's just way more arguments for Roe v. Wade than to turn it against. So like, like there, it just, and that's scary. Like that's scary that they just like completely just did like they just really twisted arms and grasped at straws to try to like overturn this. Like it just doesn't make any sense. And then for Clarence Thomas to say that thing about vaccines, that means they're they're they are extremely biased on this issue. Like they the they are known like these judges like Kavanaugh. And what is that one woman who got put in? She she's also super pro life. Um, um, well, it's like embarrassing. I don't know her name. I can picture her face. Though. I can she, see her like, face. Both of them would be so nice. I don't think she is. It's like no. Um, not that women should be held to a higher standard than men. Amy like, Coney Barrett. What are you doing, dude? Like really? 
You can't even, like, defend your own, like, people. Like, exactly. Like, she's not empowered because I think empowered women empower women. It just, like, she's probably had to, like, I don't know, like, be one of the boys her whole career and it seems like it it's and it's very disappointing like they these are individuals who are known to be against abortion so it's like they're they're biased already like they're not you're not supposed to appoint these people they're biased you're not supposed to have a stance but same with when they're biased liberally so like what's the solution we get rid of the supreme i don't know can the wait can the supreme court okay hold on i gotta circle back to something doesn't have to do the supreme court because we need to talk more about it separately um this is like really a tangent not a tangent it's taking us back from this supreme court tangent um like people are really pissed about the overturning of roe v wade and people are excited but people are really pissed we're really pissed Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day this does not affect women equally this affects poor women Poor women of color, specifically black and brown individuals. To a much higher degree mm-hmm. than women who come from high socioeconomic backgrounds and white women. And that, that there are, like, statistics to prove that. I'm not, like, saying that, um, pulling that out of my ass. Like, um, I am white and I come from a well-enough-off family that if I were to need health care that was not permitted in the state I lived in, I would take a plane and go somewhere else where I could get it taken care of. Also, if I was forced to give birth and didn't want to, I have the resources to like take care of a kid if I had to. Yeah. This time in my life. Not everyone has access to that, which is so unfair and just not right or just in my eyes for people's, for like our rights and lack of rights to affect us differently based on like how much money we have or our backgrounds. Like this is also so deeply intertwined with the poverty cycle. Like this is how people stay in poverty, a lack of education, not having enough money or resources to prevent things like this that keep them in a cycle. Exactly. And like, I really glad that you brought up that point too. Cause like, so and so that's like one barrier, right? So of course, like class, race, identity, like it could be a big barrier or or a door to abortion, it, you know, either one. And also, I think people need to start like looking into the laws in their state now because it's going to get really confusing and people can get, yeah. they can get implicated it's without even knowing. It's literally going to be like how confusing COVID laws are in different states and flying. It's going to be like that, but for abortion. It's, it's insane. <laughs> like I, it, uh, there is an article um that i highly recommend everyone read and i got these sources um that i'm about to talk about from here and it's by gia tolentino it's a new yorker article and it's called we're not going back to the time before row we're going somewhere worse and so i just wanted to cite that um and so she talks a lot about various states and the various laws that they're about to push um, so for example, I live in Texas um, and they had probably the strictest, um, abortion law before Roe v. Wade was a turn, uh, overturned. Not only did they ban abortion at six weeks, 
um, they passed something called SB8. And SB8 essentially is a bounty law where any civilian, if they know somebody or a doctor or somebody who got an abortion, they can, you know, report it and be rewarded $10,000. It's like insane. And so in the article, Gia makes a comparison to uh, the Fugitive Slave Act of 1793, which is essentially the same thing. Like anyone, you know, who is harboring a enslaved person you know you report them and you know it's like it's 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 terrifying what's messed up about that is it's like literally incentivizing people to go against like their moral values like if you believe and maybe you do believe you're you're you do did believe in slavery or you do believe in uh making abortions illegal so it's aligning for you but that's also incentivizing people who believe that abortion should be legal who didn't believe in slavery to like go against what they believe in and threatening them exactly exactly like this is creating so much division amongst people like what is wrong i don't know not know what's wrong with the state of texas um it's absolutely insane abbott is a horrible 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 individual horrible like terrible i'm so excited to vote this year like i just i want to really put that out there because this man truly has wreaked havoc on the state. Um, and so it's really scary. Like what's like, and Texas is, is inspiring, of course, other states. And like, they were very much inspired by the rhetoric that, you know, Trump was pushing. And so people are getting even crazier about the abortion movement. Um, so in the same article, she mentions that there is a push for uh, fetal personhood law uh, to become the foundation of U.S. abortion law. So essentially is that, these laws would force women to do anything in their power to protect it, which is super problematic because a woman, if she's ill and if the baby dies, she ha- she's implicated. It's her fault. Um, and these um, laws were, it, it, this law was in Ireland up until 2018, and then it got, you know, now their abortion is legal there. But in Ireland, they had fetal personhood law. And then in Poland as well. And so like in Poland, if a woman with cancer needs chemotherapy, she'll be denied that treatment. Because the fetus is more important. So it's actually the complete opposite of what Jewish law says, that the the woman's um, safety is uh, more important. Yeah, same with Islam. It's not more important, but takes precedence, yeah, Mm -hmm. over the fetus until it's born. Mm -hmm. And this is like a suggestion that we do the opposite. The fetus takes precedence over the living pregnant woman. Mm -hmm. Always. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. what would your main takeaway of this conversation be? I think that, yeah, we need to completely redefine the way we look at abortion. And I do want to make one point about, like, that, too. I think not only does it people feel divided between, like, religion and science on this issue, like, they're also divided between, like, conservative and liberal and Democrat and Republican. And I think we need to acknowledge that Democrats are also very much just as much to blame. Yeah, mm-hmm. they weren't explicit in their hatred and, like, saying stupid things, but they didn't do anything. They did <laughs> nothing. They had multiple t- opportunity on top of opportunity to codify um, Roe v. Wade, and they just didn't. They just didn't. And all they've been doing right now is saying vote, vote, register to vote, register to vote um, as their way to kind of combat the issue. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but you're in power right now. Do more. You are voted for. You but do more. Weak. Like we're sick and tired of being told to vote like like, yes. And that is extremely I mean, yes, important. You should, you should we should be voting. But please, those of you in power, why are you doing nothing? And yes, blah, blah, blah. It can be difficult. But I know the way it works and they're just not doing it. They're too focused on their own personal, you know, stakes in the issue. Um, And so 
and that's what I just don't really understand because the majority of the country supports the issue. So I just, I'm, the Democrats are completely use, useless as well. Like, and so I think we just need to really focus on, yes, voting, like, but voting for people who are like really not afraid, like to say like progressives um, at that point, but also like we need to start, you know, getting organized, like, like joining and volunteering for organizations. Like, I don't think we can rely so much like on people empowered to do anything like we yeah. ourselves need to do something more like something more on this issue so like yeah. simply donating like ten dollars or something like to an organization like simply doing that like we'll do more because they're not doing shit like no one's doing really much like empower right now yeah. and so and I, and again i think it's because we're just not framing the conversation right like i think people are just yeah. they don't know how to talk about it because it's a it's an issue about morality when it shouldn't be it's an issue about healthcare yeah that's what i was going to say for me it's like reframing the conversation like even even a way i just mm-hmm. really think the focus should be on preventing the need for abortion everyone can come together on that you're never going to change my mind about being pro choice and i'm never going to change a lot of people's minds about being pro life and i don't need to we can find a middle ground that we don't aggressively disagree on, which is that people should be educated about like pregnancy and their own health care and reproductive um, health. And we should prevent situations where people want to get abortions. Mm-hmm. And I just really feel like that's an important missing um, piece of the public. Yeah, big one. And so as always, I mean, get educated. Um, and, like, I, I, we could do, like, also, like, a whole other episode on just, like, th- there are ways to to come together uh, with people that you don't have to agree on every little detail on. Because mm-hmm. I think we are so focused. Like, every single person is just, like, wanting to be with people who are exactly like-minded, just exactly like them. And I think that's an issue. Like, we're not going to agree on everything. But I think we can well, all agree we? that we don't want people to die. I think that's something yeah. we actually all, the left and the right can agree on. So, yeah. like, find a way to get there because this isn't working. Pro-life versus pro is not working. It, it hasn't worked at all. So. All right. Well, on that note. Thank you for listening, of course, and learning with us and unlearning. Um, stay tuned for our next episode on something really cool. Maybe the Supreme Court. Probably the Supreme Court, like the history of the Fourth of July. Oh yes, 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 yes. I think yeah, we should talk about the Fourth of July and the Supreme Court, and just this idea of democracy and American democracy, what that means and what it's supposed to mean, or how it's been put into practice. Because I don't know what this is. It's not democracy. (laughs) I don't know what this is. All right, all right for this week. Have a good week. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy summer. Cancer season.